The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Welcome back, everybody. Look at you. Look at your bright, shining faces. I see Carrie. I should have washed it this morning. I see Rebecca. (laughs) I'm just happy for so many reasons. I see Lee. Rebecca, you okay? Uh, I'm so fucking tired, you guys. (laughs) So Rebecca said a thing a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, about how she was going to stop wearing the eye makeup, and I see that you started wearing the eye makeup. uh, Well, here's the funny thing. I really wanted, uh, because... Stupid Comic Con has me excited to cosplay again. How mm-hmm. So I wanted to get up early and do like a a hair run through. Oh. Um, and I woke up Thank at ten thirty instead. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm uh, I'm doing cosplay for the first time for for uh, Fan X. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Rito, it, finally. Uh, no, no, in the uh, no, no. I've I've been working on it. Rachel's helping me with it. So. Huh? It's an obscure British comic character from the 1960s. I mean, no one will know who I am. It'll be great. Is it Doctor Who? No. Oh. <laughs> it could be like, like when really celebrities, obscure. Like when celebrities go to Comic-Con in costumes. Like Jack Quaid went to San Diego Comic-Con as the Scream guy this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Yeah, I Always I was, fun. I was, I was reading a story about, I can't remember who it was, but they wore a Stormtrooper outfit. So they were completely concealed and they loved mm-hmm. it because they could walk I, around and everyone was just like, hey, cool, a Stormtrooper. Wasn't it like Andrew Garfield that actually went to Comic-Con dressed as Spider-Man? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. My, favorite, <laughs> uh, yeah. my favorite, though, was uh, uh, Walter White. Walter White dressed yeah. as Walter White. Yeah, with the big yeah the rubber mask. mask. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah. see, if you see Will Rowe Hood walking down the hallways of Fan X, just go, hey, Carrie. She, oh no, no, Carrie. Gonna, you wait, can't. Wait a minute. You, wait a minute. <laughs> you can't do that, Carrie. I don't think Carrie can. Do that. No. I, you'll get canceled, be, bud. You'll get canceled. Will Rowe Hood is what I'm. Oh, going. you're gonna get canceled. Google image, uh, kids. Google so uh, Australopithecus says he can't wait to see this Mandelabra costume. I would only do it if I looked more like Don Knotts because Mandelabra is is played by Don Knotts. Based on, yeah. No, played by. <laughs> no, played by. Oh, yeah. bring it, He's bringing him back. That's I'm a that's back. a that's a trick. That's a well, feat. Yeah, I wanted to save money on ghost effects. <laughs> Lee George Cade we're talking about. Come on. He yeah. can do it. He can yep. do it if anyone can. If anyone can. can do it. If anyone can, it's Lee George Cade, everybody. Lee George Yay! Cade. Yay! Hi. Hi. Shannon so Barnson this... down there in the corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rebecca Frost with her. What was it? The Ms. Marvel line? What was it you tweeted about? or something? The makeup uh, line? The makeup I, line? I received... Uh, I don't know. I have received a bunch of um, Thor Love and Thunder That's branded makeup yeah. for That's a Patreon makeup haul that I'll do later. Oh, fun. Yeah. Neat. And a quad T to tell Tony, everybody. Hi. And, and Carrie Jackson, our host. Right oh, there. oh, wait. We don't Jackson. get to do lengthy intros because I have a question. Are we not okay. pimping our stuff? Well, yeah, we can. Yeah, As well, we so I, have, sure. I, have a, I have a question. The Flash. 1995 hit "You Ought to Know" by Alanis Morissette. We all yes. know this song, famously mm-hmm. about David Coulier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has this lyric: "An older version of me is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Uh, you telling me Alanis Morissette went down on Dave Coulier That's in a gross, theater? Huh? Sure <laughs> Here's the like thing. It. Here's the thing. There was a documentary about the the album "Jagged Little Pill." Oh. It is not about Dave Coulier. Okay, there well, then who's she going down Dave on in Kool, yeah. how is she going down on in theater? No. What kind it, of theater? Is it a movie it was, theater? Hey. Is it a play production? It was, an, it was an amalgam of different people, she oh. said. Oh. It's all not of her ex-boyfriends. So she went down on a lot of people in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to suck a dick in a theater, right? Hey, now. You took it too far, Shannon. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I, I have good news. Yes. You ready yeah. for this? Yesterday? Yesterday, guess what? I went and went into the clinic, and I got my second COVID booster. And guess what? Guess what happened? Guess what? Did you, you got hallucinate powers? a giraffe got again? No, I did not hallucinate a giraffe again, which <laughs> okay, is the good news. Good. Um, normally, uh, the COVID vaccine hits me about 12 hours after I get it, and I'm just flat on the ground for about 16 hours. This time, I just got so dizzy that I had to lie flat on the floor in my office for about four hours, and then I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're an old fucker like me, go get your second booster shot. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, everybody, hit your social medias. We'll go around and then get started. At Quad T Tony on Twitter or the Gadget Spot Podcast, wherever good podcasts are sold. Yes. Uh, Rebecca. Just, oh, sorry. You sorry. gross Rebecca everywhere. <laughs> Shannon. Uh, Geek Show Shannon or Shannon Barnes. But can I pip a thing? Sure. Uh, I'm wearing my blue blockers given to me by my uh, future announcing partner in Devotion Championship Wrestling, John Goots, the King Goots, the face of Pit Viper, <laughs> made here in Utah, uh, August 18th at Liquid Joe's, my first announcing gig. Oh, cool. Be fun, there. Fun, fun. I'm going to be the yeah. bad guy. I'm going to be the, uh, the heel announcer. The Jerry the King. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And in Instagram darling Lee George Cade. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> At Grimley's on uh, Twitter where I argue with Mike Lee daily and he doesn't seem to respond. And then uh, on, on the no, Instagram. he's a coward I'm, who never responds to anything. I just tell him, fight me in real life. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then uh, on, on Instagram, I'm just posting pictures of miniatures. And I'm probably going to start live streaming once a week because I have another project that we cannot yet talk about because of reasons that mm-hmm. I, I need to be able to capture video for. Mm-hmm. So, And I know there are so many people in this room right here that have projects that we cannot yet talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and follow uh, Geek Show on Twitter, just at Geek Show, and of course our Facebook page. Yeah! All uh, right. One of the proudest moments in my life was getting uh, banned from uh, Orrin Hatch's Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, every time I'd see a picture of him, I'd tag him as Orrin Zombie. <laughs> And they finally just ban that guy. Like after the thirty-fifth time, they're like, (laughs) "It's a dead man's Facebook." We're done with this (laughs) fucking guy. They said. I was uh, permanently banned from Twitter twice, and I keep I won't I keep just making new accounts because I don't want to take down the tweets that got me banned. And I'll stop coming, and he won't stop coming. Lee's coming back, and I'll never stop tweeting. (laughs) Wow, this sounds like you take that to Coachella. Yeah, is All Star like on a constant loop in your head? I think it is. What? It might be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sorry, I was listening to All Star. Anyway, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96 for me, Carrie. Hi. All right. The big story, the big geek story that broke this oh, week that I, everyone is talking about. I, they it, just, never, it never is, though. <laughs> but, 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 but the return of Max Headroom. Everyone is Wait, talking. What? That's a thing? <laughs> I haven't heard about this. Wait, hold on. And kids so, everywhere went, who? Exactly. When I saw Matt when I saw Matt Furrer on two cameos on season four and season five in The Magicians, I thought to myself, I bet you they'll bring Max Hedrum back. I <laughs> love Max Hedrum, you guys. Well, I mean, you know, uh, nostalgia, you, nostalgia pays off, I guess. This is a... Uh, uh, Matt Furrer is on board to reprise his role as Max Hedrum. I mean, who else? What does right? he do? Oh, you don't know Max Headroom. Well, I've, I've got a I've got a Max Headroom 101 coming up. He here. sells he sells he sells Pepsi. Does. He does sell Pepsi like a And he has a dystopic uh, he has a dystopic television show starring Iggy I, Pop. I'm sorry, I really like that show. That, was that show was good. This is a uh, potential drama series for AMC Networks. Uh, the uh, Halt and Catch Fire co-creator Christopher Cantwell is involved. Ooh, Halt and Catch Fire. And uh, also Elijah Wood is one of the project's producers. What? Uh, he's yeah. a weirdo. That's good. He's a weirdo. Yeah. He's such a Rebecca, random assortment of things. Okay. Here's for no, the kids. Max for Headroom, the... not Elijah Wood. Oh. Oh, the Max <laughs> Headroom. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So Max Headroom's stutter is because the feed uh, lags is, <laughs> is the lore behind it. And he sings, uh, with, he sings with a... Uh, art of noise too. Listen, yep. the young the young people know who Max Headroom is because Selena Gomez's music video "Love You Like a Love Song" features Max Headroom. Uh-huh. Uh It does. Uh, known for biting commentary, quick wit, and a manic glitch, the supposedly yeah, computer generated TV show host played by Matt Frewer was first introduced in 1985 oh, in the, wow. British, the British cyberpunk TV movie Max Headroom. 20 minutes into the future, he became a pop culture phenomenon, went on to host a music video show starring ads for New Coke, appear on the cover of Newsweek, headlined his own primetime series, the one that Shannon was talking about, Max Headroom, aired for two seasons on ABC. It, it, it was good. I didn't it know was, that it was two it seasons. It was so good. I watched, I mean, it didn't last long in the States, and I don't think we got it until 86 or 87, but yeah, I watched it religiously. It had yeah. what's-her-face so... what's from the original Flash series. 
Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, the one that pretty, the lady, pretty the lady, brunette. Yeah, would say go, her ours. That she'd go Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> we all know Bowie. that Matt Frewer's greatest role, hands down, though, is as Russell Tresh in the made-for-TV movie Generation X, nineteen ninety-six. Uh, oh, he was, he was actually no, really good the, in that, but he was he the was... bad guy, and he made people fart in a boardroom. It was great. But he was <laughs> he was better as Moloch in the Watchmen movie, and oh, he was yeah, also wow. really actually the only good part of the made for TV series, The Stand, where he played the trash can man. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. He was good in that. Oh come yeah. on, Gary Sinise <laughs> brought the heat. Okay, so that's that's not the. <laughs> That's not the big news. Who are all these people? (laughs) Did I tell you that I watched that that TV series out of order? I rented it on DVD one day when I worked at Hollywood Video. I was like, huh, I like Stephen King. What's this? And so I put disc two in first accidentally, and it just started off in the middle of everything, and I'm just like, I guess this is one of those things where they just kind of throw you into it. And so I watched the whole second half, and I was like... I don't, I don't know what's going on, so I put for the first disc in, and it's like starts the setup of characters. Oh, I see I what I I'm, did. I'm missing something here. Uh, okay, so if that's not the big news, then I guess it's uh, Marvel is looking for directors. Do you know any? I'll do it. I got. I'll, I, yeah, I'll I don't do have. It. I don't have a job. I um, love directing. It was I just have directing an... experience. Come on, let me add it. Let me add it. I'm an indie director. It was just announced that uh, the, uh, let's see, uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton, who uh, directed Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings, is going to be directing Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Nice. Uh, he's got a deal set up with Marvel where he can pretty much do whatever he wants. He uh, He's uh, developing the Wonder Man TV series. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's also, yeah, him and a couple of comedy writers are putting that together. Oh, okay. Well, that'd and be good as a comedy. Wonder he's Man got a, could be really good if it's done right. Yeah, he's also got uh, the Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi uh, sequel. Uh, let's see. There's also, Okay, here are the rest of them. Uh, if, he can confirmed, do anything, if he can do anything, I dare him. Just dare him to do Pet Avengers. He could do it. I want to see, you know, you know, we're, all this. You mar- say, if you say any kind of idea, Kevin Feige's going to hear you. Well, <laughs> yeah, then let me throw do it. Let me throw this one out then. This was a this was in the comics briefly. Marvel Apes. Yes. Okay. Look it up, kids. All right. Spider Island. How about Doctor Bong? Doctor Bong in the Howard. Yeah, he is the villain for Howard the Duck. Doctor Bong. (laughs) Uh, It's not what you think. He was a villain for a lot of us in the six in the seventies. He's got a big bell for a head and a a clapper, and he goes. Didn't you you struggle a bit with Doctor Bong back in the seventies, Carrie? Oh, a little. <laughs> he was a nemesis. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I got Marvelous... a Dr. Bong in my house. He's upstairs. <laughs> uh, Marvel has confirmed that uh, Bassam Tariq will direct Blade. That's him. And uh, also uh, Julius Ona will be directing uh, Captain America New World Order. Ooh. That's your Anthony Mackie Captain America. And Jake Schreer is directing Thunderbolts. He's He's got something to do with... Uh, yeah. It, that's going to close out to July 26. Uh, he, looks like, he looks like if you cut in line in front of him at the Apple store, he wouldn't say anything. No. <laughs> he also just looks a, like he prefers Miracle Whip to mayonnaise. Just Wait, Miracle soft, Whip is phenomenal. No, it's just a soft white guy. Mm, <laughs> no. I love me some Miracle Whip. Oh, God, yeah, no, if, mayo is so much better. If Miracle Whip touches, touches my tongue, I will throw up. Hey, it's not that one is better than the other. I like them both but, equally. But Shannon's got a too. weird. Mm. Shannon's oh. got a, a weird quirk. He only likes his mayonnaise lightly microwaved. <laughs> no. Are you gonna try that pink stuff that's like making the rounds on TikTok? Do not. <laughs> that is one that's making people sick. Tony, yeah. for the not. kids' table, should no. we get a bottle? Heck no. <laughs> nope. 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 If nope, anybody wanted to murder me, make me a bologna sandwich with Miracle Whip. And pickles? And, and sweet pickles. That just sounds delicious to me. Yeah. Carrie and I will get together and have just, that for lunch. Like on, just, the, on Wonder I, Bread, right? Uh-huh, just, yeah. Just imagining that right now, honestly, I got queasy. I had <laughs> See, so I just, many Miracle Whip bologna sandwiches growing up. Like, yeah, it, me too. Miracle Whip bologna, amount. cheese, American yep. cheese. Come on, American don't cheese. get it wrong. Yep. See, yep. it would yep. kill me. It would kill me because I haven't eaten meat since like 1999. It would kill me. But if somebody said, Lee, you have to eat some meat to save the world, I'd be like, give me a pastrami with Swiss, 
Ooh. On marble drive, go that yes, rich. a little, a little mayonnaise. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna die either and, way. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, a little, a little, a uh, little mayonnaise and some stone ground mustard, and and then you that guys could all be like, he died so that we could live. That and sounds be, delicious. Yeah. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, my mom used to make me banana and mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a bridge too far. Um, yeah. Take it up with Miss Frost. Uh, one time when yeah. I was still working at Burt's, uh, it was when, like, one of the first places that you could order something that wasn't pizza and they deliver it, and it was subs, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I love a dill pickle. I get extra pickles on everything, so I'm like, oh. give me this sandwich, extra pickles. They did and I'm standing there. Pickles, didn't I, they? I'm standing there behind the bar at Burt's, <laughs> and I take a big bite Mm-mm. into the sandwich. And it's, I just get a mouthful of sweet pickles, right? Yeah, yeah, no. And I just turn <laughs> to the garbage can right there, and I just start throwing up. <laughs> and people are like, at the bar, right? They're like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? I said, I'm straight back house. And I threw it away, and then I called and yelled at that place. Wow. Sweet pickles are an affront to taste. I, I, oh, God. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guess, but Dr. White <laughs> says... Like, Dr. White says that uh, we have actually uttered the whitest thing ever said on Geek Show Podcast. And I believe that was the mayonnaise and banana sandwich. Yeah. I'm wow. Yeah. My, wow. My mom would right. make uh, mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwiches. What Ooh. is wrong with your mother's? I don't know. Well, my what mom, weird thing did your mom make, Tony? Everyone's got uh, one. I mean, we had a lot of hamburger helper. But <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me ask my weird. mom. Let me ask my mom. Hey, you in the box. What's wrong with you? <laughs> my... We were we were dirt poor, so uh, we actually learned to despise Thanksgiving because for about three weeks after Thanksgiving, it was everything that she boiled off of the turkey carcass. Mm. Oh yeah! I'll just end this with uh, uh, white bread, butter, sugar. There you go. Oh, I, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. cinnamon. You got cinnamon. On, you got cinnamon on there too. Yeah, you could. You could. You're feeling special. If you're fit, feeling yeah. fancy for a special like occasion, fancy. like if it's yeah. a holiday. Yeah, it's like your birthday. Have some cinnamon, you know. Uh, one film not discussed during the Hall H panel at uh, San Diego Comic Con, people noticed, was Deadpool three. Oh, uh, that was uh, on my not, list. Yeah, not yet. I'm sorry. I, did, I just found this. Um, okay. Because I uh, found a quote from Feige. Uh, he said, the his, historically, uh, they take big swings with part threes. He says, how do we elevate it in the way we've been able to? It's been very fun to be in the world of the Ryan Reynolds show. So they're guessing that they're going to have something for you at D23 in September for that. Nice. Yeah, and so. that's, that's bigger, I think, for Marvel and Disney than Comic-Con is. Yeah, we'll probably get D23. to see the we'll probably get to see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that was screened and... Yeah, it'll be soon. All right. Because well, Le- I, know, I know James Gunn said that the whole reason why he's not even showing that trailer yet is because he didn't want to even show it at Hall H because the, the effects aren't done yet. The effects mm-hmm. aren't done. That's why yeah. he The effects are never done. <laughs> <laughs> he insisted it not be put out into the world yet until yeah. the effects are done. I, I uh, know that a lot of people cried when they watched this, this yes. trailer. Yes. I read an article uh, from uh, the cast of Guardians 3 who said, this is a very emotional movie, not just because it's the last time we're all going to be working together, but because the story is very emotional. It will rip your heart out. Well, isn't it supposed to be like all about Rocket? Part of it, yeah, is origins uh, for Rocket Raccoon. I just want a comedy that's just Mantis making fun (laughs) of people. (laughs) She's so funny. All right, uh, let's see. After these messages, messages. we'll be right back. And now a message about the Geek Show Patreon from Geek Show. Patreon. <laughs> Ta-da. Uh, there's money, a, please. Money, please. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link. If you're not already a Patreon member, that's where you go. It's because most of you can't spell Patreon. Uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com will take you right there. It's only three fifty, three fifty a month. And with that, you get all kinds of secret stuff that you don't get here on this free podcast. You get deep dives into shows where we go spoilery. We say we we don't spoil stuff on the uh, podcast too often, but we go spoilery in the in the deep dives on your favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, We've got all kinds of special programming that happens there. You two want to talk about that? Yeah, Tony and I we do our kids table reviews where we um, typically review. Uh, recently, whatever Arby's has. Yeah, uh, it's been a big Arby's <laughs> year. <laughs> um, but our little fan base of food perverts 
love. We know you're out there. <laughs> we know you're out there. They love watching us eat food uh, on mic. Candy, yeah. Mountain Dew, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever kind of new, weird, kitschy, geek related. Sometimes, sometimes not food that comes out that yeah. uh, might be interesting. There's uh, Jay will occasionally do some stuff in there on his own. I know uh, Lee will do some painting of uh, miniatures and things like that sometimes. And the Adventures of Mr. B are in there as well. Uh, AMAs. So, Carrie does AMA from time yep. to time. Oh, we haven't Lee, done AMAs does, in a long time. We should probably do some AMAs. Let's Lee do an does, AMA. Lee does his Star Wars AMA. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's where you want to go to ask him anything about Star Wars. Uh, also, uh, we have a Discord channel that is for our Patreons exclusively. And uh, that's, that's a lot of fun, too. It's a fun community space. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. fans, we... You know, fans of Geek Show, we have Geek Show in common, but we also have a lot of other interests in common. Um, there's a sports channel in there. If you like sports, there's TV spoiler, TV spoiler free channels. We got all kinds of yeah. stuff. Uh, conspiracy like, theories. There's like got 30 those. different channels in there. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a channel for everything. And it's filled with uh, good people like yourself. So uh, go on in there. It's, it's a reasonably safe space to be. It's as safe as you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's as safe so, as you let it be. <laughs> so go to go to our uh, Patreon. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link that'll take you right there. Tree fitty a month. Well worth every penny. And thank you. And we're back. Okay, I wanted to get Lee's reaction because he is the uh, Guillermo del Toro uh, fanboy. Uh, what did you did you watch the trailer first of all about five times <laughs> okay so I'm guessing <laughs> yeah. that you approve it's stop motion it's Guillermo del Toro and they're doing the original story which means the island of or what is it Wonder Island where the uh, barkers take the kids and turn them into donkeys so they can make them work in coal mines that's all going to be in there he's going to go with creepy fairy tale and that's what Guillermo del Toro does I mean he's mm-hmm. never not done a creepy fairy tale yeah he, even Carnival Row was a creepy fairy tale. <laughs> so or, the pen- uh, Nightmare Alley, sorry. I was going to say, uh, I didn't know he was in Carnival no. Row. Yeah, Nightmare, the, uh, Row, Nightmare Alley. It's the uh, Pinocchio trailer dropped uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it starts with uh, Ewan McGregor as Cricket, not Jiminy. Cricket, yep. just Cricket. Uh, and uh, you've got uh, Geppetto, David Bradley is the voice. Tilda Swinton is the fairy. Kate Blanchett as Sprezzatura. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bless so, you. So, so the the Pinocchio fairy tale started in the mid 1800s, and it was an Italian fairy tale. And like mm-hmm. the cricket ends up being his conscience because he smashes him like on the first couple of pages for being annoying. And so it's the ghost of the cricket that's haunting him for the rest oh. of the story. Oh so. well, uh, yeah. The uh, as and the line that the cricket says is a story you may think you know, but yeah, you, you don't. don't. Know you don't know it. <laughs> There's a um, a podcast when you've consumed all of the Geek Show stuff, and then you've moved on to Gadget Spot, and thank you. Um, and and you've done your due diligence there. Then uh, the Myths and Legends podcast is really quite good, and he's got two or three episodes focused completely on all of the different retellings of Pinocchio that have existed wow. over the last couple of hundred so, years. Isn't Disney doing a live action remake too? They are. Yeah, that's with Tom Hanks as Geppetto, and it looks and and the puppet is Pinocchio that we know from right. Disney. You know, it's right. essentially the same thing. This is not that at all. Uh, you've got the voice <laughs> the voice cast of Christoph Waltz, Ron Perlman, Finn Wolfhard, John Turturro, Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, those are good yeah. castings. It's, yeah, and uh, it, it's, it's going to piss a lot of people off because they're going to go in there expecting the Disney Pinocchio, which has nothing to do with the original well, fairy tale. I mean, a little bit. There's, some, there's you know... There's some freaky stuff in the Disney. How many donkey boys? How many donkey donkey boys? There's quite a few, but Uh, but they toned it down considerably. mm. So did they make? There's an old like live action one, right? With the that crazy Italian actor. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) What's his name? I can't. Crazy Italian guy. Crazy Italian guy. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, by the end of the show, somebody will shout his name, and we'll we'll know. Yeah. Or the or the chat room will yeah. will recall it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this will be released in theaters in November, and then put uh, on Netflix in December. Nice. The uh, the Disney one that you're talking about with Zemeckis and Tom Hanks is just going to be Disney Plus in September. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not going to be in a theater. Yeah, they're just putting it right on well, Disney you, Plus. You saw how fast um, what was the Multiverse of Madness went on to D Plus like within a month. 
It's something yeah. like I think it's forty five days is what they do, right? Is it forty five days? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's you, good. Do you guys remember like when you used to have to wait like six months for yeah. stuff well, to come out on Gun, DVD? The new Top Gun, mm-hmm. they Tom Cruise was like, No, we have to stick to the to the original release timeline, so you won't see Top Gun for a while. Yeah, and well, I, can... I knew Michael Beck had come through with Roberto Benigni, everybody. There no, is, those Roberto Zachary, Benigni. Zachary and Michael are both wrong. I'm sorry, Andrew's right. It was Father Guido Sarducci. Look Father up, Guido kids. Sarducci. <laughs> it's a right. pronounced Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, September 4th will be the uh, premiere of uh, Season 6 of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, I wore a shirt for that. I wore a shirt. <laughs> Rick and Morty shirts. I'm excited for it. I think that's all you have, right? Is Rick and Morty shirts and Green Lantern shirts. Well, he had a Deadpool shirt uh, on for I his. I saw him wear a video shot. game shirt once. Okay, I got I got other shirts. Uh, as we all know, they they love a gimmick. But here's the press release. I I suspect there's something going on. This is the this is from the president of Adult Swim. As we prepare to launch this soon-to-be iconic season, we will be giving fans a unique way to be a part of the fun, so keep your eyes peeled. It's Season 6, and Rick and Morty are back. Pick up where we left them, worse for wear, and down on their luck. Will they manage to bounce back for more adventures, or will they get swept up in an ocean of piss? (laughs) Ocean of piss. Who knows? Ocean of piss. Piss? Family? Intrigue? A bunch of dinosaurs? More piss? Another can't miss season of your favorite show. That's from the president of Adult Swim. I, I want his job. <laughs> Just have I people want, come to me with ideas. Can we do this? Yes. Can we do that? No, that's uh, stupid. Right. Like anyway. I, I want his job so, just so I can bring up back Joe Para talks with you. There you go. You know? I just want more Aqua Teen. Uh, no. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, uh, now this was a. This was a. I didn't know that this was happening because I saw an interview with Alicia Vikander a few weeks ago and they asked her about Tomb Raider and she said, I don't know what's going on. Well, boom. Now we know. Tomb, Tomb Raider in search of a new home. Uh, studios and streamers bidding to acquire the film's rights. The property that for nine years was at MGM has now returned to producer Graham King and G. Keith, GK Films. They're starting to take bids and apparently there's a feeding frenzy. Really? But uh, she, she will... Yeah, Lisa Vikander will not. Well, they're going to redo it all. Uh, Lisa Vikander will not be involved, it says. Good. (laughs) Sorry, uh, she was so bland. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, MGM was recently sold to Amazon, was involved with Tomb Raider thanks to a 2013 deal with uh, GK Films, acquired the rights. MGM did not respond. Let's uh, let's blow some minds and cast a woman of color as Laura Croft. Sure. Watch all the incels' heads explode. So we've had Angelina Jolie. Woke? <laughs> Angelina Jolie was in the first couple of them. Then Elisa Vikander. Uh, I yeah, bidding war, feeding frenzy for who'd have thought Tomb I mean, Raider? You know, they did do some really good Tomb Raider games recently when they rebooted the franchise again. But I sure. I don't think that this is. It, uh, a huge Hollywood style, you know, franchise thing that needs to happen. Uh, uh, sorry. Other I stuff. I, I skip. Sorry. I don't want to watch no Tomb Raider unless she got uh, her boobs are shaped like pyramids. Give me that <laughs> classic look, the pyramid boob look. <laughs> the way all of our boobs look. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how mine look. Just like, you know, big In pyramids real life. and they're just yeah. full of sand. Mine look like sad. Hairy pancakes. I'll just say it. Cast Ming-Na Wen, you cowards. Yeah, oh, why not? She could do it. She could do it. All right, uh, She-Hulk. Uh, what we learned, this is a, a featurette that was in uh, entertainment uh, on E.T. Yes, thank you. They are slightly changing the origin story from the comics. Tatiana Maslany said in... I don't know if the interview was for E.T. or because I saw this on the Marvel thing for like a featurette. Um, she has taken in some of the Hulk's blood. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's difference. The, that's yeah. the comic. Well, that's origin, the comic origin. Isn't it? Well, well, he had to give her an emergency yeah. blood transfusion. In the right. comics, it was a blood transfusion. But in right. this case, it will be uh, see the aftermath of what appears to be a car crash or some kind of accident that both Bruce and Jen 
where some of Bruce's blood gets into an open wound oh. of Jen's, giving okay. her powers. That's pretty dang close. How it's does Hulk as... have an open wound? Ooh. Maybe if, if the accident happened before he had a chance to turn into yeah, Hulk. Yeah, if he was banned. Oh, and I yeah. meant to, I listened to, um, subscribe to our Patreon, everybody. I listened to your guys' uh, Hall H deep dive. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, dang it, I literally just lost what I was going to say. <laughs> was okay. it about She-Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> Geek Show we got this covered. Something? Yeah. yeah. I lost it. Was it Geek about Show? how great it was? Over yeah, it, was got three, it was great. Over 300 views on our YouTube channel on that. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Really there you go, Carrie. Carrie got it in there. Jeez. Man, I wish I could remember what it was. You oh, notice okay. I was quiet, Carrie. I knew what was I going know. on. Yes. Shannon nailed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the one that got in trouble this time. Uh, yeah, so that'll oh, be... Oh, oh, I remember what it was. I remember what... You guys were talking about Bruce's arm. You guys were talking about Bruce's arm, and yeah. why wasn't it messed up in this? Because uh, this must take place during the blip. That's what I think. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Take place during because, the blip? because because Mark Ruffalo's arm is fucked up at the in the end credit scene of Shang-Chi True. when he's in human Hulk form, yeah. or human form. That's right. He was in human form at the end. That's right. Because uh, yeah, we've got people saying Wakanda Forever is going to be during the blip, and... Huh. All right. I don't so know. they're gonna be like, you know, we're like gonna do good, all these pre-blip stories. Sounds like a good explanation, I guess. As good as any. Uh, but anyway, so it's uh, August seventeenth on Disney Plus. That's the slight difference in that. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Well, and it's it's smart too because I don't think Bruce Banner would willingly give anybody a blood transfusion, knowing what's happening to him. Like that worked in the seventies. Well. Yeah, yeah, but that makes the, sense. The, the, in, yeah. in the in the comics, it was he had to give her a blood transfusion or she would die. Right. You know? He like did you it think in the apartment. You think, yeah, you think he would choose let her die versus she might be a no, Hulk just, afterwards? I I don't know. I mean, he doesn't really want. I mean, right now he wants to be a Hulk. He doesn't have a problem being a Hulk, but you can see the Ruffalo Hulk having issues with putting that on someone without their consent. For sure, but I think he would always choose life over. Depends, Life Tony. Life as I a would... possible Hulk or or dead. Now, <laughs> now back to back to Wakanda Forever taking place during the blip. Now Trevor says that you can't because Shuri is in it, and Shuri was blipped. She was blipped. Oh, okay, we'll see that throws. Point. I'm going to go back to whoever told well, me so that and tell they're wrong. There's a line that Angela Bassett says where my entire family's gone, and so that's why like. That makes me think it's during the blip, but then like maybe she comes back during the blip, or then, then there's also theories that Shuri goes into the uh, the afterlife. Oh, the the oh the plane, the, the, the um, plane, the ancestral plane, uh, ancestral, ancestral plane. plane. At some point, I don't know. I don't what know, if it man. takes place before or during and after the blip? Yeah, it could be. Don't yeah. you guys think like a, a like Disney Plus should do a series that's like Tales from the Blip? Hundred percent. I think I that, think that'd they, be a that, really cool show. That's ripe for stories. Reanimate Stan Lee to host it as the Blip Keeper. Ah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Welcome to another Tales from the Blip. blip. (laughs) Don't even reanimate him; just dig him up. Just have you do it, Carrie. Yeah. We wonder what happened (laughs) to the pizza guy during the blip. They could CGI your his face onto you. It's perfect. Everyone is asking. What my character, the FedEx delivery man, was doing during the blip. It went like this. Are you Tony Stank? <laughs> so you're gonna do a show. Uh, you could do a show where it's just what the different Stan Lee characters were doing during the blip. That's all Stan wants to do. <laughs> it's just better. his characters. Yeah. This is the part where I'm the deli- the mail guy in the Fantastic Four two during the blip. Here I am as a watcher during the blip. <laughs> this is what happened during the blip. It's a short episode because that character was blipped. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Kristen Ritter, our Love own her. Jessica Jones. Yeah. And if, and if you haven't seen the show, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Oh, so it's funny. one of my most favorite TV shows. She was really? so, That's so a good, good one? in that. She's so good in that. I don't know where you can see that. Dig it up, uh, Last I checked, it was on Netflix. Netflix? Little known secret. Oh. It's the sequel to the Bee movie. Shut Jerry me. Seinfeld, the B movie. Come yeah. On. Wow. Well, she reprises her role as the antagonist because you don't want to trust that B. That B's dangerous. That's right. It. No, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, it's on now. Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, dig that up. It's a fun I'm, show. I'm a watch it. Good. <clears throat> she is going to star in and executive produce Orphan Black Echoes. 
Speaking of Tatiana was lying. Exactly. Uh, Ten-episode offshoot series takes place in the same world as Orphan Black due next year on AMC and AMC+. Cool. All we know about it is uh, Orphan Black Echoes takes place in the near future, explores the scientific manipulation of human existence. It follows a group of women, one of them played by Ritter, as they weave their way into each other's lives and embark on a thrilling journey, unraveling the mystery of their identity and uncovering the wrenching story, love and betrayal, all that. You know, if you um, like The Orphan Black, you should listen to the uh, audio drama that Tatiana Maslany did about a year ago. Remind it's really, me really, really good. of the whole thrust of The Orphan Black show. I, clones, I watched it, dude, but I, clones. I, got, I got no memory. Clones. But there were, there were clones, but there were like five different ones. So yeah, there you know, there turned like, out to be dozens. They're trying to figure um, out where she, they came from and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was, okay. you know, military protocol. She played all of them, which was amazing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, and then the one story, and you notice I bury it toward the end of the show that uh, everyone was talking about, because it's a lot of speculation. Uh, Ben Affleck returning for Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. Okay. Well, they had to fill the Ezra Miller spot somehow. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You know, that's a... And being married to Jennifer Lopez ain't cheap. You may have something there, you know. <laughs> I I am here for any Batman Ben Affleck wants to do. I think his Batman was really good. I quite enjoyed him. I wanted Batman. to see his Batman fight uh, Jared Leto's Joker. I know that people don't like Jared Leto's Joker, but I wanted to see that movie. Just to see him get punched. Same. You just want to watch someone beat the shit out of Jared Leto. Uh, well, and well. then there's that. Yes. <laughs> I, I uh, just it's win-win, just, you know. I just read an interview with Affleck where he said the Justice League movie is one of the worst acting experiences he's ever had in his entire life. Oh, I, poor guy. I can that guy was, married to J-Lo, ain't she? That guy was in Reindeer doing. Games. I, I just love, like, I'm so proud of him. Like, like, he went through all this bullshit and then he came out the other side and he's like married to J-Lo now and falling asleep on a boat. And I'm like, good job, Ben. <laughs> Way to be. Good job. Uh, but yeah, I thought, you know, I, you're not wrong, Rebecca. I'll bet that they probably had a flash cameo in there and they went, let's no, no, let's, let's do something (laughs) else. Uh, but, uh, March 17th, 2023. Well, the flash cameo that they filmed, they had to scrap because it was basically him breaking into this couple's apartment over and over and over again. Right. And taking, (laughs) taking children and keeping them on his compound. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's no good. You guys, I read, I read this interview with Grant Morrison where he's, I guess he was working with Ezra on like ideas for the flash. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is like, that's not the guy I knew. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the, he's not the same person anymore. Yeah, really? No, no. Yeah. Mental illness mental illness can do some amazing things to a person's brain chemistry. So something happened to him, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also oh. forgot forgot to re up. Ezra is a they them. Oh, oh yes, right. yes, that's right. Uh, and then before we go to break this uh, this story, and and you'll be happy to know. I know you started watching it, Rebecca, the Harley Quinn uh, season three. Right? I, know, I haven't seen the season yet. Oh, I oh. started watching it. Oh, it was I Shannon. I, saw, yeah. I knew one of you did. God, it's great. <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn season three. I found this uh, little article because fans want a Harley Joker romance again. Why? Mm, Are I they not watching? Are they not uh, watching the show? Well, that apparently the showrunners had to step in and and address this. Yeah. Why are uh, people this way? So it's Justin Halpin and Patrick Shoemaker. First, they address a couple of points in the series. Uh, transition from the DC Universe to the streamer. HBO Max swooped in, saved the show. From the jump on season three, they were like, we love what you guys are doing. Don't, don't try to fix something that's not broken. If anything, they've been like, go harder, go edgier. And I, it says, we're, I, we're all for it. They have. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Uh, that, and that included leaning into Harley's romance with Ivy, which has led to some backlash from Joker and Harley shippers, of course. Uh, Schumacher quickly wrote that possibility off. He said, we still have the occasional fan reaction of, I don't like Harley and Ivy together. She should get back with the Joker, which we're never going to do. Right. Good. Yeah. Harley and Ivy will never break up in the series as long as we have a say. There's something that we never want to touch again. Uh, People who like that relationship, mm-hmm. uh, Joker, Joker and uh, Harley, they also are like enthusiasts of punching holes in drywall. <laughs> they're, also, yeah. Yeah. they're also the ones that were super rooting for Kylo and Ray to get together. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, they said that uh, that that love story was always the plan. It was always a place we wanted to get to, but we wanted to make sure that we were telling the story first. And they did, I think, effectively in the first mm-hmm. two seasons. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about Harley finding her own identity, self-discovery, what she's doing after that relationship. If you just had her jump back into another relationship right after that, fans would be like, why aren't they together right away? You know, and he has a lot of good points and reasons saying, he said, we admit we're two straight white dudes show running the series, but we have a lot of people in the room who are queer and we're not going to change that dynamic of the show. Um, um, on the new season, they've uh, introduced uh, Nightwing. Awesome. Nightwing. And he is such a little bitch, you guys. It's so... <laughs> oh, I can't wait to It watch. is so funny. Like, and he shows up and he's like, um, he's like super emo and he goes, and he goes to the bat cave and he's like talking to uh, Batman. Right. And he's, and he's like, yeah, you know, Bruce, blah, 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 blah. and, and Batman's like, what's with the voice? And he's like, what do you mean? And it's Diedrich Bader. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah he's like, Bader. and he's like, you know, Nightwing's like, what do you mean? He's like, why are you talking all gravelly like that? And it's just like back and forth. And they're both using basically the same voice. It's a, goddamn comedy right there are are all the episodes out or are they dropping them? first three first yeah then they do weekly after that all right uh well uh we'll find out great cameo by uh, queen elizabeth by the way (laughs) really okay can't wait we'll uh we'll find out more of what you guys are consuming after After these these messages messages. Now your child can visit steamy jungles, grassy plains, and the dark depths of the oceans to meet and learn surprising facts about the magnificent animals that live there, all through the captivating, colorful pages of Zoo Books, the publication especially created for young readers. Each monthly issue of Zoo Books is packed with breathtaking full-color photos and scientifically accurate illustrations, plus games and puzzles. Today, through this exclusive TV offer, you can get 12 fascinating issues of Zoo Books for the special price of $19.95. When you call and use your credit card, we'll include the elephant's issue as a gift. Plus, you'll also get the colorful collection of animal stickers and the tiger poster. So order Zoo Books today and send learning and fun to a child you love. To order 12 fascinating issues of Zoo Books for $19.95, call 1-800-441-2400. When you call, we'll include the bonus elephant issue, stickers, and tiger poster with your order. Call 1-800-441-2400. You must be 18 years or older to call. And we're back. A couple of quick things, and thank you for reminding me, Shannon. We, uh-huh. we, before we get to my final story, we have we got to raise a glass. Yes, we do. To this guy was all throughout oh. your genre stuff. I mean, he was in several versions of Star Trek. He uh-huh. was different characters in Star Trek. He was he was one of my favorite villains in yeah. movies of all time. Because you know, when you talk about movie villains in sci-fi, you always go to Darth Vader. You go to Ming the Merciless. But I think that in Time Bandits, Mm -hmm. David Warner as evil. Now, he wasn't the devil. People get it confused. He was evil. Uh, He was absolutely incredible in that movie. Just my favorite part of that movie. um, I've got his IMDb pulled up here, and it blows me away. Okay, so he played three different characters in Star Trek. Yes. Uh, He was uh, the Chancellor Gorkin. Mm-hmm. In Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country, which yes. Which honestly might be my favorite OG Star, uh, Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was St. John Talbot in The Final Frontier, but we won't hold that against him. <laughs> but, you guys, he was Goal Madrid in that uh, Star Trek Four Next Generation, The Four Lights episode, the Chain of Command very, Part 2. Very famous episode. The man and, and that broke hard- Picard. Yeah. Yeah. And he's hardly in it. Like, it's yep. just like he's this, like, shadowy voice. Yeah. And, and that is such great. And actually, I was like, when I saw that he passed away, I'm like, i, I got to go back and watch that. There are four lights! Right? But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But his greatest role, Carrie. <laughs> uh, was? He was the voice of the lobe. In he was. In our favorite cartoon, Freakazoid. Um, God. And what else? Is, like... He was the voice of Ra's al Ghul in uh, mm-hmm. one of the iterations of uh, Batman cartoons. Uh, oh, really? Yes. God, he, um, was, he was a 228 he was, movie, uh, was, shows was, of movies. Was he Ivan Ooze? He, oh, was, he, no. he was in The Secret of the Ooze, yes. Yeah. 
Uh, well, no, no, I, no. Ivan Ooze Ivan was Power Rangers. Was Secret Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, but no, Secret, he was in a Ninja Secret, Turtles movie. Secret of the Ooze was, yeah. power, was Ninja Turtles, yeah. He has yeah. a ton of voice acting right. credits. Uh, he, Carrie, I didn't know this. He re- reprised the lobe in an episode of Teen Titan Go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that. the, that's, that's the one episode of Teen Titans Go I watched because I knew Freakazoid <laughs> was coming back. Um, God, he, oh, was, yeah. he was also the villain in Tron. Time he after was. time. Uh, this, time. Thank you so much, time, Zachary. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, that movie he he was he was Jack fantastic. the Ripper. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Jack so the Ripper. Oh, yep. oh, oh, he was Jor El in Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, see, like Ooh. he was in everything, mm-hmm. man. Like he was John. He was all over the genre. Yeah, yeah. he so, was everywhere. Uh, so David uh, Warner, raise a glass. Mm. All right. Uh, finally, this. Uh, Gremlins director Joe Dante uh, says that Baby Yoda was completely stolen from his oh films. Oh my god, dude! Come on now. No, he I never just seen got a point. Cookie argument. He's got a point. He's got two eyes. He's got a yeah, nose. Exactly. He's got, got a mouth. Ears. Got Has ears. he never seen you can't the old feed him Yoda? Has yeah. he never seen old Yoda? I mean, this is just do a not do baby not get him wet. Old Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he makes some arguments in here, and I'm like reading them and going, but, you know, there have been little, cute, big-eared, yeah. big-eyed creatures. This is Crumble Cookie suing all of those other cookie places saying that they mm-hmm. invented cookies. Yeah, yeah you know? Yes. <laughs> that just kills uh, me. <laughs> I, happen to, I happen to know some people who know some stuff about that particular thing. Never never piss off your food inspectors, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I th- Probably always says, good I, advice. He says, I think the longevity of the films is really key to this one character, Gizmo, who is essentially like a baby, which brings me, of course, to the subject of Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, who is completely stolen and is just out and out copied um, shamelessly. I would think um, he says. Does Gizmo sir? have the force? Sir, <laughs> sir, his name is Grogu. Excuse me, sir. People have been bombarding me on social media with comparatives and scale drawings. And, yeah, anyway, it's it's, it's not. Stupid. Guess what? Nothing's original anymore. We've reached a point where nothing's original anymore, and it's exactly. just so done. What, yeah. what, what came yep. first, Gizmo or Yoda, who Grogu was based off of? I think Yoda. Well, Yoda was years. 1980. Yeah. What year was Gremlins? Like 84, 85? Well, I'll look okay. it up. Oh, I I'll was look it up. younger than that. Yeah, like I was a teenager. I was not an adult, but I didn't I see it. I wasn't alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. All I know is I wasn't alive. Uh, yeah, because Yoda was May the 21st, 1980. Yeah. Gremlins, 1984. Hey. Oh. Thank you, Joe Dante. All right. Uh, what have you guys been consuming? Who wants to go first? Uh, huh? uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Okay, Rebecca. I only finished The Bear. Oh, oh, that show is so good. Episode seven, too many to go orders. I had to pause the episode <laughs> yeah. and walk around my living room like this. She did the same thing. Because uh-huh. I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> oh, man. When he loses it on her because she forgot to disable the to go order pre order. Ah! Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That, um, that's all. Uh, that, <laughs> that's it? Okay. That, well, I mean, what more? I don't I have mean, time to watch anything else. Uh, the, fi- the final episode of that, man, like... Oh, it's so good. We, and we talked about this uh, on an earlier episode. That that monologue he goes on in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the Al-Anon I mean, uh, d- episode. Yeah. Wow. Like... That guy, he he deserves at least a nomination. I'll tell you that at right least, now. yeah, an Emmy you know? I, nomination. I'm sure he's going to get it because uh, a lot of people in the business are taking notice. They're like, "What is this little show? We didn't even know that it was coming out. What is this?" You know, that's what it was for me too. I I was on Hulu and I saw an ad for it with him on the on the front uh, image. And I'm like, "I like that guy. I'll watch this. What is this? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" All right, um, uh, who wants to go next? I, I can go. I don't. I haven't really watched much new, except for Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But uh, I finally finished uh, Orville. Oh, and um, well, it, well it, wait, it's not wait, no, like still yet. going. Okay, well, I guess I'm caught up. But yeah. um, man, dude, it's been great this season. I like uh, mm-hmm. that episode with Bordas's kid. Oh, I had tears in my eyes the mm-hmm. entire episode. Oh it yeah, it was so good. And uh, and then I was like sitting there watching uh, one episode. I'm like, who is that? The voice of that blue, the president, that blue dude. Who is that? That's Bruce Boxlater, man. Is that you figured Sean? it out? Huh? Yeah. And um, 
the scarecrow. Uh, I, 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 I uh, Jolene should always be done uh, Mocklin style. <laughs> yes, uh, right. And, and uh, uh, the time travel episode. Oh, oh that time dude. travel episode is one of the favorite things I've seen on TV in a couple years. Yeah. That was a great episode. It was so oh good. God, right? Because what I like about it is it takes all the tropes from Star Trek and kind of like turns them on their ear just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, um, just and what? I, and the other thing, like that, I just I love about it too is nobody's infallible on this show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know how yeah. like everybody's just kind of perfect on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Or the old well, Star Treks. But, yeah. but that also, was Mc, that was McFarland's argument yeah. all the time. Yeah, and uh, aside from everyone being fallible, they also allow all the characters to grow yeah. as mm-hmm. well and mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I, 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 Solar Opposites this year is is <laughs> it's so good, so good, and I just love how they shit all over Hulu all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, it's like, like what the Simpsons used to do yeah. with Fox back and, in the day. And uh, yeah, they go to a play, they go to an amusement park called Hulu Land, and it's like the stupidest place ever. Uh, oh, and uh, Bug Hunter reminds me about the Orville. It is moving to Disney Plus soon. Yeah. That's weird to me. So it'll be on both Hulu and okay. Disney Plus. They asked if there's, uh, I can't remember who it was, asked if there's swears and stuff in it now since it's streaming only. There's some swears, but I don't think they go to the big swears. I think swears it's actually even. chilled out. It's it's still pretty. I mean, yeah. PG-13 at the most. But I think yeah. it's I think it's really chilled out. If you if you think, I'll never like watching the first season and that episode where Bordas is like addicted to uh, basically holodeck porn. Oh yeah. I was like, I can't believe this on the TV. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> you know? not that extreme even. Right. So, so yeah. as it's gone on. All right. Uh, That's all I got. Lee. I only watched one thing this week. Huh? Hmm? I watched What We Do in the Shadows, and I laughed and laughed oh, and laughed. Oh, shit. So, they go to the night market, because Nadja <laughs> has to negotiate with the wraiths that are ruining the club, because multiple things, the blood sprinklers keep clogging. Yeah. Oh, that's Man, a problem. I'm two episodes um, behind. This sounds Kirsten, amazing. Kirsten Shaw's character is constantly startling people, which also kills me. Um, but the night market literally is like the night market in um, Hellboy Two, except is it for really, mm-hmm. yeah, well, but with their budget, yeah, but that's yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, there's like little weird monsters and stuff. Yeah, oh. there's great, there's though. some great little jokes, but uh, yeah, I I just um, I love that show. It didn't break me like the previous week did, but it's always well, always funny. It's always a good time. Well, and and mm-hmm. I just love that uh, uh, the boy and and Lazo. Yeah, uh, Lazo. Th- that yep. their relationship is actually kind of like deepening a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? Ever, guess ever, what? ever, ever since the harpy, the Staten Island harpy. Yeah. It's. I was reading an interview with Matt Barry this week, and he said that uh, because they came down to Comic Con, he says I didn't realize how popular this show is because I live in England, and in England, it's not doing well. Oh, <laughs> nobody, yeah. nobody likes it. He says, but I come to America and I didn't realize it until mm-hmm. I got yeah. here. I got- and people yell bat at me. Bat. <laughs> I have three. Well, I got one on right now. I got three different. What oh, we do in awesome. the shadow shirts. That's, That's an amazing. awesome you know? shirt. And I've got like, aping the gorillas. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've got like uh, two different. I see what you uh, did there, Lee. And, I, and I've got like two different. Uh, Jackie Daytona shirts and mm-hmm. yeah, he Jackie said he didn't realize how popular the show was till he came here to visit. So and so where the show is brilliant and this as Rachel and I talked about this for like half an hour afterwards. I'm not a huge fart humor fan, so if oh. you can pull off good fart humor that mm-hmm. makes me laugh really mm-hmm. really hard. It's, you are a genius, and there I, is a fart bit in this episode oh, yes. that literally had me like almost cackling because it was just it was flawlessly flawlessly executed i know what i'm watching as soon as we get done here nothing better than smart farts yep smart farts funnier nothing funnier than a fart except maybe Mm -hmm. kids falling off bikes i could watch kids 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 falling off bikes all day i don't give a shit about you kids (laughs) (laughs) and uh tony what do you what have you been consuming um so i finished solar opposites as well this week just fantastic what a what a great show um i went and saw uh nope on monday nope Oh, you guys got to see that in theaters. It is it is worth the trip. What, what was it? On this week? Nope. Oh yeah, nope. Oh, 
Did I talk about that last week? I did talk about. Yeah, that you last did. Week. Yeah, you, you did. reviewed yeah. it, and I, I agree. I think it's. I thought it was just nope. fantastic. Um, I can't see Nope until I see Thor: Love and Thunder because I still haven't seen that. Judas, <laughs> well, they're not Carrie. connected. I've been busy. I've been <laughs> busy. Not, you like, can watch one without they don't the build other. They on each other, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been they're busy. the same same you universe. Know, uh, if you drink, if you drink right, they're connected. <laughs> so yeah, I highly recommend Nope as well. Uh, like everything that uh, Rebecca said last episode, just really good. Um, started Paper Girls last night. Oh, oh, how is that? It's it's good so far. I mean, I think we watched three episodes, and uh, they put the whole season on at once on Amazon Prime, so you can binge the whole thing. But three episodes oh. in, and it's it's good so far. I mean, it's I love uh, the comic. The comic is so good. Yeah, it's got a bit of a Stranger Things vibe, um, but I not really like hope, not to really the point where it just it feels like they're retreading it or anything. Yeah, I really hope that because Stranger Things came out before this and is like already so wildly successful that it doesn't like. Get lost. No, it get doesn't, lost in yeah, that. Because yeah. it, it's different enough that it, it can stand on its own, I think. And, and uh, Stranger Things doesn't have the time travel adult element. Exactly. And that's what I was say. If you like time travel stuff, so far this is getting really intriguing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Paper paper Girls, check it out. And then uh, yesterday... Oh, um, God I, damn it. Yeah. Shannon and I were supposed to go see DC League of Super Pets. Shannon had some car trouble. And so, <laughs> just me... I, went and saw DC Super Pets with my wife, and uh, my wife, my wife. Uh, it's it's quite good actually. <laughs> even even uh, you know as a kids movie, it still I think is funny enough that uh, if you're a DC fan and you don't have any kids, you should still go see this movie. Um, is it more a, is it more fun than hanging out in an Arctic Circle for three hours? Well, <laughs> I mean, what is Shannon? <laughs> uh, That's a no, high bar I, there. Yeah. I, I give uh, I I would say that it's a solid four out of five as far as kids movies goes, and especially if you're a you're a DC fan, it's an easy four out of five because there are there's probably a dozen jokes in that movie where I was the only one that laughed in the theater because they were references to DC stuff They're that like I got cuts. and deep cuts yeah. and uh, Easter eggs and things like that. The voice casting, was, the voice acting was great. The animation was great. Um, Isn't it Keanu Reeves that's the voice of uh, Keanu Reeves is Batman. And and I was kind of, I poo-pooed that in my head at first because Keanu Reeves is great at being Keanu Reeves, but that's about... Have you met the, Batman, though? That's about the range that he has. Well, little did I realize he is... Awesome as Batman, he was really and, good. And who does? And Superman's somebody too. So Superman is John Krasinski. Yeah. Um, Lex Luthor is Mark Marin. What? Um, oh my god! Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah. It's great. <laughs> now, but the best one though is Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is the gerbil. She plays a gerbil that was owned on and experimented on by Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. Name's Lulu. And, and Lulu, and she's going to take over the world. That's yeah. all I needed to hear. No, yeah. let, me, let me tell you, like, I, it, it's a kid's movie, but there's no reason why you can't like it as an adult. It's like, uh, you remember how everyone liked Shrek when it first came out? Because Shrek's, Shrek's a great movie. Just... There's there's nothing really much to say about that. You can love it as an adult and as a kid. Yeah. And I think DC Super Pets is in the same league as like the what? first Shrek movie. Yeah. So I, God, four I'm four so out of five. God easy. damn man! You know, my mom always <laughs> said that Caligula was a movie kids and adults can like. <laughs> well, she's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, before before I get to my TV listings, this late breaking story that was just handed to me. Uh, we're, we're going to be living on platform cities in the next thirty to forty years. Uh, because oh, well, <laughs> those of us who are still around because on July 31st 2022 George year. George Jetson will be born. Yeah. So, uh, do you know the math on their relationship? <laughs> oh, yeah. I read a thing about uh, this the other day. Yeah. It's it's uh <laughs> What How is old it is she specifically? She Rebecca? was she had she had to have been sixteen or seventeen when oh. she had the daughter. Wow. And Judy. George was like twenty four. Wow. Well, it's the future. Ooh. Things might be different. You know, with the insider <laughs> knowledge, it's the future of the sixties. Things yeah. were different. When, when the, with the insider insider knowledge I have from watching the Jetsons pretty religiously as a kid, I think I'm going to go off and create Cogsworth's Cogs now, so that 
Jetson! Jetson! Oh, oh that's Spacely Sprockets. You guys, I... Oh, space... oh yeah, Spacely uh, Sprockets. I, I, I love that. That was the competitor, I think. Yeah. Ah. I, I, well, I love that. I want to be the competitor. I love the theory that people have floated that um, the Jetsons and the Flintstones are actually in the same timeline. And that <laughs> uh, the, the cave people are like the survivors on the of, of the apocalypse mm. and the Jetson people live up in the sky. Oh, that's they did, funny. They did have a crossover. They had a crossover yeah. episode, but oh, it was yeah. time time travel was involved. Well, it was time in travel, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or was time it? travel? They and, call it an elevator and, uh, from the sky city <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> and uh, why were the Flintstones celebrating Christmas? Because Jesus had not been born at that point. Good question. Oh, um, how interesting! A real thinker, huh, guys? <laughs> A wizard did it. A wizard um, did it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so thanks to Corey for sending me that just now. Uh, I watched uh, two. Uh, I, I finished two series this week, and I started another one. Uh, the Old Man with Jeff Bridges. Oh, I I've been meaning to watch I this. Started Is it good. That. Get on that. It's only six episodes. Okay. And it's got uh, get Jeff on that. Bridges in it, man. And yeah, hard, hard for me to watch anything with Jeff Bridges in it. Why? Oh. What? Because my dad and Jeff Bridges sound oh. alike, look alike, and everything. Uh, so that like, is true. I met your dad. If, yeah, anything, <laughs> and it's like from from Lebowski forward, anything with Bridges in it is my dad, and he talks <laughs> like Lebowski. So anytime I Holy see anything, shit, it's like my right. dad will be like, "Yeah, you're it's just, you're right, man. Everything's bad, man. It's terrible. It's just yeah." So Ali, that is so true. It is. Well. uh uh, then don't watch it. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know what I to mean, tell if, you. If he's cool, he's laid back and everything. But like, if he gets beat up, he's, I go like, stop hitting my no, dad. He gets beat up a lot. <laughs> I don't want to see that. He also does a lot of the beating. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm see, in. I've seen my dad beat people up. See, okay. Non-vets with PTSD. I, I, I'm lucky because the, the only actor that reminds me of my dad is uh, Red from uh, <laughs> from that, that 70s, 70s show. show. And I'm so excited to have him <laughs> well, back. The uh, the in the old man he plays a veteran from mm. uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, and okay. uh, uh, yeah, and so maybe you don't want to watch this if that's the case. <laughs> uh, also, uh, finally finished uh, Umbrella Academy season three. Oh, I'm a few episodes in. How, how, does it stay? I thought it was good so far. Does it I'm, stay good? I'm quite happy with this season. Okay. Yeah, it's. Cool. Uh, I'm quite happy with it. It goes to. Uh, as this show always does, it goes to a place you don't think it'll go, but it does, and uh, and then leaves you with a nice little cliffhanger uh, at the end. That's mm. this show specializes in that, and that's that's exactly it delivers. And then I started Light and Magic, the Disney Plus documentary about industrial light and magic. Oh, when it's I saw little... that, I immediately thought of you. I was like, Carrie's gonna watch this. Well, here's here's the thing. I, I watch it, sure, but it's so. You know, in politics, they call something wonky. That's like inside yeah. politics and yeah. inside baseball. This one is one of those shows. It's like you've really got to be passionate about this kind of thing. Mm. For instance, Michael Okuda from Star Trek, like the guy that designed all, he and his wife designed a whole bunch of shit for Star Trek. He's saying it's the greatest thing he's ever watched. See, exactly. See, if so, somebody like that is praising it, then you know the kind of show it's going to be. It may not be for everyone, but give it a try. Because I think it's important especially for the young people, to see <laughs> how this thing started. Uh, mm. You know, in, in a warehouse, a hot warehouse in California. With, with models. With model kits. and like you know, show. And they had never, <laughs> you know, they couldn't find the kinds of cameras they wanted to do to make what they were doing, so they had to build them. You know, oh, I mean. Wow. I it's stuff like that. I so, remember so watching it goes the, way out into the weeds. And I remember mm -hmm. watching those documentaries mm -hmm. when I was a kid, right? When they were showing yeah. how that stuff was made, it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait. Seeing Ben Burt out there hitting telephone, telephone Ding. poles. I haven't, got, <laughs> I haven't gotten to the sound effects yeah. yet. That, that's yeah, no, I remember, I remember watching like 2020 yeah. when I was eight years old and they were out there with their, with their little metal hammers hitting different telephone cords and shit, seeing what different mm -hmm. sounds they get. And like, that's the blaster sound right there. Yeah. Because so. there were there was a time when there were just complete and total nerds about this, but we didn't have the internet. We had a occasional magazine, mm -hmm. and then you knew somebody who knew somebody, yeah. and that's yep. that's how that family came together, you know. Uh, so anyway, light and magic on Disney Plus. Uh, games, Tony. Okay, you guys ready to play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, Got which it. This game is my is new fake. favorite thing. This is my new favorite yeah. thing. We Here need we a theme. We need a theme song for games. 
Which game is fake that's coming go, 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 out this game. week? Ladies and this gentlemen, one. it's time to play. <laughs> First Which up. Which game is fake? Starring Tony Eccles. Frillgun. Fake. Real. Wait. The Mortuary <laughs> Assistant. Fake. That's real. Real. <laughs> South of the Circle. Fake. You're just going to say fake every time, Lee? That's real. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Camp Canyonwood. Real. 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 Fake. Played up. Played up? Real. Plate. Like a restaurant. Plate. Yeah. Real. Fake. You're real. right. Oh. This one's called Hindsight. Real. Real. Hmm. This one's called Kokoro Clover Season 1. That's definitely real. That's definitely Fake. real. That's right? <laughs> real. You, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hard West 2 for the PC. Oh, I played Hard West 1, so I know this is real. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Thunderbolt Collection. Real. Fake. It's Fake. real. Dang. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Turbo Golf Racing. Real. There's, real. Only, there's only one fake one, right? Yeah. Okay. Or, or last week, there wasn't any fake one. This one's called Retreat to Enon. Real. <laughs> to, to what? To what now? Enon. Oh, yeah, I just real. like you just read these off, and I'm like, like <laughs> "This is a real one." Like, who goes? Just go. Oh, I like that that name. I'm gonna go buy that. And Mario Badminton. <laughs> fake. fake, fake. You got it. That's a come on, one. Tony. Put some effort into it. That one was. It. I know. I'd play that though. <laughs> I, would I would play that too. <laughs> on the Wii, it's Mario Badminton on the Wii. Uh huh. Get that shuttlecock. Ba-ding. All Come right. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's all we have, Mister Mister B. If you would please. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, God, oh ham! You take off that miracle whip and fucking sweet pickles right now. Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>